Hello, and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King, one climb up an elephant at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. I didn't know what to say. Joining us today... I am confused. ...for the last time this week <laughs> is uh, Zoe Estrin Kelly. Hello. 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 So today we're talking about Minute 170 of... The, of uh, our third movie. We have done so many of these. Uh, in two weeks, it's like, what, we're three hours in? Yes. Yep, with another hour to go? Yep, yep. Just oh keep going. God. We're going oh to get to 240 eventually. Happy Friday, uh, let's keep going. Yep. <laughs> uh, so Minute 170, which starts with uh, Gothmog yelling, making some terrible noises, and... and <laughs> With Legolas counting 30-something. We'll get the, the rest of that on Monday. Mm-hmm. I'm sad that the taking down of the Momo kill by Legolas is cut in, t- cut in half. Uh, mostly because I think it's very silly. It is extremely silly. And I'd rather it was just all together. I um I adore it. It's so... Um, it's so stupid, but it's so I, good. I am not sure if the game Shadow of the Colossus came out before or after the theatrical release of this movie. What the hell even is that? Shadow of the Colossus is a video game in which you are a very it's small Legolas taking down mama kills. <laughs> you are you are a very small person uh, fighting giant building sized things by solving puzzles based in based around like their bodies. Yeah, uh, two thousand five. So it came out four years after this. All right, I wonder how much of an influence this was on Shadow of the Colossus. I mean, because that's the entire game. Oh, it's it's so so. I was watching the commentaries directly before this, and we're sitting there, and um, uh, a comment was made about how Legolas does dumb shit in every movie, and then immediately does this in the commentary. They're like, "Yeah, so we have to find something dumb for Legolas to do in this movie." So we made the scene. (laughs) We gotta ramp it up. Specific reason this was made was because they were like yeah he did the cave troll stuff and then he like jumped on that horse and then he slid down the the stairs on the shield so he has to do something crazy here right so uh we're gonna have him take down an entire elephant like i love that like not not only is like oh yeah we got to give him something to do but like the the previous shenanigans tested so well with audiences they're like all right (laughs) We're taking on an elephant. But, like, they would have been planning it out before they knew what the audience reaction to some of this stuff was. Like, the the main audience reaction was. Maybe that was their justification for keeping it. They're just like, we just have to escalate it every movie. Yeah. It just gets worse and worse. It's He's like, walks on the snow, (laughs) twists around the cave troll. They just get those. That weird CGI horse mounting thing is forever stuck in my brain as looking so stupid. That's in Two Towers, right? Yeah. Yeah. My my rib it is just broken. Doesn't look I good. can't get on the horse. It, yeah, Ooh. no, that one's bad. It's he, probably yeah, the worst I... looking digital double shot across the trilogy <laughs> because it breaks uh, physics yeah. clearly in front of you. In in their defense on that one, I will say, like he was supposed to do that himself and then wimped out. So, but it's such an unnecessary shot. Oh, so no, it's completely unnecessary. They could have they could have just done what he was originally supposed to do instead. It's awful. I am agreeing with you. It is terrible. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah. I I want to see the version where oh, <laughs> there's some stabbing. 
Yeah. What's this been a stabbing? Some stabbing beforehand. My, my boy Gothma. It's meets his end. My favorite bit is the one right after. Yeah. <laughs> well, to be fair, like, uh, it takes two named characters to bring him down. Yeah. So. His death just is so anticlimactic. I know. The it's way really he's good. Built through everything. It's really funny. It's 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 kind of perfect, but it's also just like, ah, uh, poor Gothmog doesn't even get to go down fighting. There he goes. The best part about it is right afterwards. Like, I think they're supposed to, like, show it that, like, Gimli and Aragorn tur- turn and take out two more orcs. But it just looks like the orcs just, like, fly backwards. Yeah, like, like trip over something. Yeah, like Aragorn <laughs> barely clipped one with the end of his sword. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I, like this, they... They overreact completely, so it's just these two guys going flying when, like, nothing happens. It's very entertaining. Well, I think it really caps off the Gothmog death of being like, and I guess he's dead now. Look at these guys flying. Let's move yeah. on. Like, if you're watching, if you're watching John Reese davies in that shot, he trips a guy by sweeping his axe towards the frame to trip that orc <laughs> that he's fighting. And I wonder if he just really did that to somebody because they talk about all the time John Reese Davies bruising the stuntman because he just goes for it. That's awesome. I have to assume that was actually them trying to avoid him. They had to throw themselves dramatically backwards to not actually get their ankles broken by John Reese Davies. Right. All right, I'm going to just swing this five pound axe across your leg. (laughs) Get out of the way in time, laddie. (laughs) Boom. Get out. So, okay, I think Aragorn Aragorn yells Legolas' name, right? Yes. Legolas turns around, he's like, what is it, boo? What is it? And Legolas. then he, 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 the face journey he goes on <laughs> before fully committing is my favorite thing in the world. Because <laughs> he's like, Aragorn, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? Alright, I guess. Fine, we're doing this. <laughs> His like his what? like his eyes bug out a little. Yeah. Okay. But he commits, bless him. Like Yeah, he goes for it. Oh I, man. I love it's... how stupid I love how stupid this is. I love it. It's awful. The moment kill is ridiculous. It looks ridiculous. <laughs> every every part of all of this is awful and I think that's why it, I love it. <laughs> There's like... like I know we were just talking about things that are very Peter Jackson but this is very Peter Jackson. Yeah. This is exactly what I expect him, him to be like. And then some ridiculous stuff happens. It's okay. This is my very serious emotional fantasy epic. Is that a segue into the thing that like Richard Taylor talks oh my about God, in the yes, commentary? Please. Where... <laughs> It's just like Peter Peter was talking about wanting the Mumakil to pick riders of Rohan up off their horses in their trunks and then fire them out of them at people. But like not like like not even not even plucking things up like, no, like, sucking like them in. normal elephants do. Like a freaking vacuum. Like, like sucking it up and spitting it out. Like a damn cartoon. To make these movies. Right? That is straight up Saturday morning cartoon physics. I know. Like why how did he get the money to make these <laughs> and then Aragorn's gonna fight Aragorn's gonna fight Sauron on the slopes of Mount Doom 
He's gonna one v one Sauron, right? <laughs> Sauron's gonna come down from from Barador at the Black Gate, looking like an angel, and then he's gonna reveal his true form, yep. and then Aragorn oh. and Sauron are gonna fight. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> and everyone is just like Peter. No, <laughs> Aragorn knows kung fu now. It'll be fine. It's a very similar conversation that George Lucas had with people in the around the yeah. same time. George, no. See, here's the thing. At least Peter Jackson listened. Yes. We're not doing that. We're not. You can't do that. That's just like when it was like, you can't make us do that. (laughs) Absolutely not. That's too bad. But like, I I love in the commentaries how concerned they were about this Mama Kill fight. Like, they all didn't know Peter was serious. So Peter wanted this to happen. I guess. And we did it. And now it's in this movie. And it actually looks okay, but oof. Like, nobody sounds like they were entirely on board with this scene when they started. I mean, yeah. like, Legolas climbs arrows up a mama kills leg. That, that's what you're starting with. <laughs> How do they support his weight? He can walk on snow. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense either. Don't, do not ask all questions. All like birds. They're just hollow bones. Keep your questions to How? orc-related activities only, okay? I have just <laughs> as many questions about elven physiology as I do about orcish physiology, okay? That's fair. Yeah, like, how, like, how much does Legolas weigh? What, what does he weigh? Right? How does this like, work? And None like, elf, what do your sense. elf eyes see? Yeah. Like, you've seen the yeah. description of how big eyes would have to be yes. to work in the yes. real world. That's, that's glorious. That's that's one of those things that just like sticks with you because it's horrifying. <laughs> yeah, like elves don't make any sense. Like, this is what happens when you let a linguist try to design something in the physical realm. Like, don't do that. <laughs> Take just... a biology class. Please, just, like, accompany your freshman students to a biology course. Right, just sit in on a biology lecture. <laughs> They'll be like, and, and raise your hand and be like, could something the size of a man climb a mama kill, like, stand on snow and climb a mama kill using arrows? I know that's not in the books, but you understand my point. Right. How far can you see? I think the walking on snow thing is in the books. Yeah, that no, that part I'm pretty sure is. Yeah, I, I don't think that's just like a thing. Even leaves Peter no Jackson trace. wouldn't. But I, you know, actually, like, I don't know if it literally says like Liz walks on snow. I bet it's phrased like he leaves no trace. And Peter Jackson was like, I'm going to take this as literally as possible. Well, yeah, I mean, like the Eye of Sauron thing. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. You know, though, that one I get because like you got to have an enemy. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta, you, I gotta see something. And I mean, it's, it's a, a striking guy, visual. Yeah, it's striking visual, and it wasn't made up by Peter Jackson. Like that's been a visual used, like the spiky yeah, tower yeah. with the eye in it forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we can't, we can't blame him on that one. But like, we can blame Shadow of War for being like it's can... the eternal struggle of of uh, Sauron <sighs> fighting with Celebrimbor at the top of Barad-dur. Dude, Shadow of War. <laughs> The more you tell me about that, the more I'm just like, this is bananas. It is. 
And the Tolkien estate signed off on it. This They're like, is okay, straight sure. up banana bread. <laughs> like <laughs> with nuts. Like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there are almonds in that banana bread. This Walnuts. is essentially like what it's. This is what it's like reading the Star Wars EU novels. You're like, what? Yes, yes. Right. Some what? of them are fine. A lot of them are absolutely insane. And some of them are not fine. No, most of them are not fine. Screw the use on phone. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but anyway, I love that he fights an elephant. Like that's so stupid. You're right, though. His face. His face. As he like turns to look at this, is the best. What he do you need, Aragorn? He can't let oh. down his. He can't let down his other boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> right, Aragorn would never ask Gimli to do anything like this. Right, poor Legolas. I do like this one quick thing in the animation with the Momakil, though. It tries to hit uh, Legolas on its tusk with its trunk mm-hmm. as soon as he jumps on. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Get off of me! Stop! Stop that! Don't touch me! Up this at once. I love the I love the designs for the Mama Kill, honestly. I love the um the spikes around the tusks. Mm-hmm. I think that's really yeah. cool. The like battle spikes. Just because you're like, it's like somebody looked at an elephant and was like, how can we make those big bone spikes on their face worse? Mm-hmm. Right. We put more weapons. We put more spikes on the spikes. It'll be awesome. Like I mean, my favorite one is definitely I, the one. With like the fence of barbed wire between two of his tusks. Yeah, yeah that was really cool. I just I that's don't know. the one I doing the most. How, I love how dorky and like over the top these movies are. Just generally, I love the la- like I love the like like Weta being like, okay, we got to keep this as realistic as possible, and then they'll make something, and Peter Jackson will be like, great, now put barbed wire between its tusks. <laughs> like, oh. Great. Great. Like, have you ever played like a video game? To... <laughs> like Peter Jackson looks at look looks at Richard Taylor's like, you ever played a video game? Like, <laughs> let's just make this a little more video gamey. Let's like turn it up a notch. Just add some more. No more. It's just I don't know. I think I think the, it's those touches that make it so iconic and great. Yeah, these movies because. They're just, they're fun to watch. This is like the climactic battle. There are ghosts on the field. Like, <laughs> firstly, like, there's an elf and a dwarf trying to have a contest as to who can t- kill the most people. There's giant elephants. Like, there's a big lizard. It's great. This is what I want yeah. my fantasy to look like. I yeah. want it to be bonkers all the time. Yeah, like 60 foot tall elephants with 40 guys with bow and arrow on top of them in like this weird setup that if you really look at it, even though it's like supported and tied to it, you're just like, how does that not fall off? Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's if your fantasy doesn't look this ridiculous, I want nothing to do with it. Yeah, no, I, w- I want illustrations of your, your fantasy world to look impossible this because it's stupid. fantasy. Like, yeah, look, it's like. I just watched, I rewatched Fifth Element recently, and I was once again struck by how dumb it was and how <laughs> great it looks. Like, it is such a fantastic combination of, like, over the top, but, like, like heartfelt, but over the top. And that's what these are, and that's why we love them, because they are totally over the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what This I one want. especially. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I just I just want it to be fun. I want I want my final climactic battles to be like a good time. Mm-hmm. If if I have to sit through one more battle where people just like punch each other, that's <laughs> it. I'm gonna scream. Make it stupider. Right? Petition make it dumber. to make all movies 30% dumber. <laughs> At least. At least. Yeah. In, in style, anyway. 30% I mean, dumber in style. I mean, like, you raise a good point, though. Like, there's a whole ghost army. Like, all bets are off. <laughs> they're in the background of every shot. Yeah. The best part is that they're just like, yeah, we have a ghost army. They're, you know, around. And, like, stuff That's is extremely happening. normal. Yeah. Like, every <laughs> soldier... Every soldier from Rohan, every soldier from Gondor could retreat and the ghost army would do do their thing. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's Aragorn, Gimli, and Legolas, they don't have to be out here killing people. The ghost army will take care of it. But they, they're still there. What's going on? What's up, Gandalf? I got a ghost army the now. Guys, the guys on the Mama Kill are just like, oh, look, a ghost army. That's fine. We'll keep going. What's like, it going to do to this thing? Everyone knows ghosts are afraid of heights. <laughs> <laughs> the natural enemy of the ghost is the Oliphant. So <laughs> it's fine. It's oh my fine. God. Like, this makes no sense. There's just so many ghosts, and everybody's like, oh, look, the ghosts are here. That seems okay. What's interesting to me, though, about, like, the the ghost army thing is that they keep them, for the most part, in such the peripheral of the frame. Yeah. Just, like, you're surrounded, but it's at a distance. Pay no attention to the ghost army. Just so we don't have to put a ton of detail into the effect. It's just just this green mist on the edges of the camera. Uh... (laughs) Oh, We just don't look. We had to animate this whole el- this whole giant elephant. So focus we're on gonna that. Kind of let the ghosts ride, right? Like the Mama Kill effects are still really impressive. Yeah, I think oh, they yeah, hold yeah, up. Yeah. The Mama Kill looks really, really good. The only moment I don't, I don't actually. There's like one moment that I was like, oh, that one's a little weird. I think it's when you see it from underneath. That one's a little funky. And the Legolas digital double, you can tell, but it's yeah. moving so fast that it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Like, and I mean, there's even places where the digital double looks pretty good. Yeah. Their their ability to like not focus on the double, like anytime they use the double, it moves the entire time. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't let it stand still for long enough for you to notice. That it's like kind of funky looking. They just they're just like, and now he climbs some stuff. It'll be fine. Don't don't look at him. Don't look at him do this flip. It's fine now. Yeah. And like Orlando Blue totally did that. <laughs> yep. You're like, we can tell it's a little funky because the way the cloak moves isn't quite right, but that's it. That's only if you're like, let me stare at this very closely. Yeah. Which it was great. Again, it's been like 20 years. These films yeah. hold up so well. So, yeah, like, that's really nice. I just watched, not just, I recently watched the prequels, the Star Wars prequels again. Mm-hmm. And they were made at the same time. Yep. Yeah, no, I felt bad. I did feel bad. They were made at the same time that these movies were made. And... I will forever contend that Attack know. of the Clones is the worst movie I've ever seen in theaters. I 
yeah, that checks out. That seems right. I don't understand how this movie and, like, Pirates of the Caribbean, both with CGI that still holds up, were made at the same time as the Star Wars prequels, which I don't think ever held up even when they were made. Like, what was happening? This mama kill holds up pretty well. And, uh... I'm impressed by the texture. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just impressed at how the texture yeah. looks. Especially on the tusks. Like, when, when Legolas is crawling up them. Mm-hmm. They, uh... Like, even the top of the mama kill, like, looks really good. That skin, like, it's elephant skin. That's not easy. That can't be yeah. an easy, easy creation. And they do really well on it. Yeah. I mean, I guess it probably helped that they did have a real one that they made. They probably just did that thing where they scanned the texture off that and just put That's it true. on. Yeah. But then you still have to make sure that it looks right in motion and there's like all this little detail right. work that's got to be done. All the, the lighting work. That's the thing that's like the craziest. And, I, they, made, I could, and they made 20 unique Mumma Kill. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could write a love poem to the lighting in these films. I won't because nobody else would read it, but I would. <laughs> I feel it deeply in my soul. I could talk about the color washing for hours. But again, I won't. You're welcome. <laughs> the only time it's, that I don't like the color good. on these movies is when it's day for night. I just, most of the yeah, time, okay. doesn't look great. That's fair. That's, and dry that's for wet stuff normal. never looks good. Yeah, you can't, you can't make that work. That's definitely a, that's a good point. I I just love, I love the use of the color wash in this, like with the saturation. I love, I just love the way they, they can make things pop without, like nothing fades into the background, which is important. I love that lime jello because, ghost army. <laughs> oh, it's yeah. so stupid. Again, so dumb. Love it. <laughs> I think, look, the stupidity of a movie is very important to me. I love, I love a good dumb movie. Like, a good movie, but that has some dumb things in it. Mm. I think that's... I think that's important. I think it's important that, like, Peter Jackson is allowed to do his stupid Peter Jackson yeah. things in these films. I mean, I mean, you because... mentioned Fifth Element. That movie is incredibly dumb. Oh, it's so stupid. It's probably on my list. Like, it's, it's definitely top ten movies of all time. It might be top five. I don't have a list <laughs> that detailed. But I love Fifth Element. I once watched it three times in three days. You have to oh understand my, how much I oh love it. Oh my god. <laughs> I was in theater at the time. It was I was very overworked. I would work 14 hours a day. I would come home. I would watch Fifth Element. I would sleep. I would wake <laughs> up. I would work 14 hours. <laughs> I did that for three days. Oh my god. Was, like, this is just a movie I like. And it goes. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, we just all like it would and it was like ten people who would do this. <laughs> Just too tired to change the DVD. <laughs> no, and I still, and I did that, and I will still watch Fifth Element. Like it, I didn't burn myself out on it. Is it? Does it have its flaws? Absolutely, absolutely, it does. But I like. Sometimes it's more important to be creative than it is to be like smart. Like weird and space think... Gary Oldman. That's all the movie needed. Yeah. Yeah, I am I mean, in. I am. Like, I'm in the minority because I don't like that movie. Yeah, I know. Granted, I like. I watched it for the first time. Like what? Four years ago, maybe. It's a few years ago. Yeah. yeah. When when we were on fifth fifth element. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, we love this movie, and I'm like, yeah, it's it's fine. 
<laughs> it's. I feel like it's one of those ones that you do have to kind of see as a kid. Like, yeah, I think yeah. Labyrinths kind of like that. Yes. Like if you yes, didn't see absolutely. As a kid, and then you watch it as an adult, you're you're not getting anything out of this movie. Yes, because like, I because I am ride or die with Labyrinth, but like, absolutely. yeah, no, I just I, I just. <laughs> Because I watched it as a kid, I'm like, wow, this is stupid. But yeah, no, the Fifth Element was like not in my repertoire as like a teen, right. so I was just like, oh, okay, I guess I gotta watch. Yeah, this. if you if you didn't watch Fifth Element at a sleepover when you were twelve, like you're not gonna like it. <laughs> okay, fair. <And> that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> like that's just how it goes. Mm-hmm. Like it's okay. I understand people being like, like when people are like, I don't like Fifth Element. I'm like, you're probably right. <laughs> I don't care. But you're probably right. I mean, it's I think that movie, movie Fifth Element was probably one of the biggest influences on Jupiter Ascending. Oh, but <laughs> Oh, yeah, so much. Which is a whole different situation. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm so glad my middle school self-insert fan fiction got a two million dollar budget. For real um, though, like for real. <laughs> I enjoyed that movie. I thought it was bad shit and wonderful. I yeah no I uh I felt like I should hate that movie but I really enjoyed it so but like and like I think Pacific Rim is kind of in that category too oh it's yeah real dumb it's real dumb but I love it so much like that's that's what I love like the emotional content in all those movies is there it's like the emotional part is is there but like the stuff on top of it is not like oh this movie is about like something deep and emotional and powerful we have to make the whole movie feel heavy it's yeah. like we're gonna make yeah. this movie feel dumb <laughs> right like great. a specific rim specific rim is just oh i'm gonna make my own evangelion but i'm gonna i'm gonna paint it in action movie this is real stupid it's gonna be so dumb this is this is an anime it's fine um just straight exactly. up exactly but like that's what the mama kill is like, that's what, like, the county, that's what the stupid ghost army is. Like, yes, Lord of the Rings is a movie about how important, like, friendship is. It's a heavy <laughs> film. But, like, it's so, like, it's got so much dumbness on top of it that it just mm-hmm. feels like, it It takes it from feeling, like, heavy and, like, you need to lie down afterwards to feeling, like, joyful in right, a way so, that... Like- yeah, there's there's a double-edged sword there, right? So, like, people have this drive to make everything feel, like, realistic, quote-unquote. But That's not why I watch but, fantasy. But also, no, like, stuff that's like, stuff that's, like, really dumb and fun is also generally, like, immersive to the cinema experience and makes the movie feel more real to you just as a viewing experience. Yeah. Because it pulls you into the movie yeah. instead of, like just like thinking about what you're watching it pulls you into it it makes it immersive Mm -hmm. like yeah it doesn't you don't have to like you're not focusing so much on on like oh this is so heavy oh this is so heavy let's think about the emotions of this movie it's so heavy you're thinking about wow that's dumb and then the emotional part kind of gets in there underneath it while you aren't looking and like that's it's so much more insidious and it also gets you so much harder because you're not thinking about it the whole time. Like right. it comes round from the end. Like, I don't know. I just, I, during quarantine, I caught up on She-Ra. I watched the whole thing and that's what that one does. That's a dumb show that has a lot of heavy emotional content. Mm-hmm. Like, 
it comes around i love i love that thing where it's stupid on the surface but it's got a really important emotional core and like it has to balance out because if you go all the way stupid you're like what am i watching if you go all the way emotional you're like i need to cry or like sit down or like i need to take a break just i don't want to watch this this is too much i don't care like it's if there's too much emotion you're like i'm just done with this Mm -hmm. and yeah like any plot episode of the x-files is like this i'm like let it be over um yeah (laughs) so like lord of the rings it's aliens we get it yeah oh my god we're gonna you're monologuing stop monologuing oh this is so bad oh please stop telling me about like how sad you are the aliens don't exist i don't care Mulder, shut up (laughs) i mean yeah that's true but like Lord of the Rings is one of those films that balances it out so well. It does, like, such a good job of being, being like, a really heavy emotional film, but having enough stupid Legolas takes down an entire elephant, or, like, like, Sam talking about potatoes, or, like, whatever dumb thing we've decided to do today to make you, to make it feel more real by feeling less real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of filmmakers miss that. (laughs) Well, I feel like the, I mean, like the last two minutes, like not even this week, but like the last two minutes, like we, we swing from like one of the most like iconic scenes in like fantasy period to like this dumb stuff. Right. (laughs) But when you're watching the movie. But I love, I love both of them equally. (laughs) Yeah. When you're you're watching the movie, it doesn't feel wrong. Yeah. Feels fine. You can't have you can't have a whole movie that's I am no man. Like that can't be your whole film. You have to save I mean, those for like really poignant moments. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Like you can't it's like even, you know, in Helm's Deep, the bit before they're leading up to Helm's Deep where it's super tense and everything's hard and scary, and then you go into like the fight in Helm's Deep and there's some dumb stuff in that. Mm-hmm. Like, right, the Olympic torch. Like, come on. That's <laughs> so stupid. Like you get it. I believe in you. Light it. Or like, like Legolas serves down the stairs. Like you, if you, if you hit one note for your entire movie, your audience gets bored. Right. And Zack Snyder. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Never have I been more bored in my entire life. And like, than I at- like, <laughs> I like some Zack Snyder movies, but like, uh, it's all this, it's all one tone, like 100% of the time. And that's exhausting. Batman versus Superman, Yawn of Justice is potentially like I, I've never had a worse theater experience than seeing this film. I finally watched it and I'm just like, this is fine. This is <laughs> it's fine. It's, it's not fine when you're in a theater and you really have to pee. It's just not well, fine. I, you're just like, oh my god, well, when will it end? I, I I could see how that would color the experience. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, like, you can leave and you don't miss anything. But my point is, like, oh, God, it just never ended. And I just sat there just waiting for it to end. And that was all I wanted because it hit one emotional note the entire time. And I was like, please allow me to exit this theater. And there was no (laughs) point for Wonder Woman to even be in the movie. Yeah, that also was not great. But that was, like, a minor problem in comparison. (laughs) Like, it's it's just... I don't... I don't like... I don't like any kind of media that doesn't put a joke in. Like, 
if you're like, no, we can't put a joke in because it's too, it'll, it'll ruin it. I'm like, then don't make a movie. But like that's <laughs> what people do. Yes. Yeah. That's I how I deal. That's how I deal with my trauma. Like, I can like make fun of it. Like, how many? You know? How many jokes have we made about the plague? Like. I've made, I make at least six jokes a day about the fact that we are living in an apocalyptic wasteland. Like, right? We in America, anyway. Horrible, yeah, well, that's it. We are living through something terrible and we joke about it. That's how people are. It's, it's okay to have a big mama kill. It's okay. Have one. You know, as a treat. To a big stupid mama <laughs> kill. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah i i feel strongly about this because i'm really i feel like filmmaking is going very heavily towards like that like all emotional note all the time and then i watch things like this and i'm like this is where we need to go we need to go back to yeah. this. i think that the More height of jokes. it was like a couple years ago and i think because of yeah. the failure of like the dc universe thing that we're starting we're to pull out of it but yeah. like it was rough it's, for a while it's yeah it was a hard couple of years where i was just like can we please have a comedy like yeah could i have a little comedy in my drama just a little just even like a joke would be fine please right? uh yeah it, even if it's unintentional humor just something to make me laugh right god allow me to giggle a little bit in a theater allow me to have a moment where i get to cheer for somebody and then also laugh at like let's climbing a giant elephant it's so dumb i mean it's not to not great. to like not to wade um into like the marvel dc stuff but like that's why i think a lot of the late um like the later marvel movies work so well is because they let comedy directors direct their action movie oh yeah i mean that's what oh, makes yeah. guardians good and and Thor that's 3. why ragnarok is so good yeah i i I know you like Thor. I never liked Thor until that's fine. Thor 3. It's uh and that's then I fine. was like, I get it. <laughs> I understand. That's the way most Marvel fans were. Like Thor was the one that a lot yeah. of fans didn't care about. Yeah. I didn't it's, hate him as fine. a character. I just I didn't love Kenneth Branagh's directing style in that first one. And I don't know what happened with that second one. But you know, that's fine. But like <laughs> everything bad like, happened in that second one. Like, and he like do you want to do some weird stuff and i mean maybe it's the new zealand but like he just went for it and it was great like black panther too was like that i was like oh oh this is amazing this is fantastic like black panther is one of those let, movies that i didn't know i always wanted let not straight yeah. white dudes direct movies i think is the point yes <laughs> please there are plenty Literally of us Literally anyone else, please direct a film. Yeah, that's fair. Like, Patty Captain Jenkins Marvel, was originally on was Thor 2. Uh-huh. And then left. Yep. But she did yep. Wonder Woman, so. Yeah. She did Wonder Woman, yeah. which was really good. Yeah. That's but... fair. Yeah, no, like, I, yeah. It's it's hard. I think it does help that there are, well, one, like, a, a director who's done a lot of comedy on this, and also, like, two women on the writing team of this yes. film. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah, I so Philippa Boyan. What would we have done? Because oh. like they they specifically because especially when Fran is directing like a very poignant like scene like yeah. clearly Peter Jackson knows that like he needs like an emotional tether to like 
to even out his like crazy Legolas yeah. taking on a Mooma kill. Yeah. Bill so... Williams and Fran Walsh do not get enough credit for these movies. No, you know. They do oh, not. Oh god, they should they should get way more credit for these. They they did so much for us. Uh, yep. apart from just like the ring rate scream. Which right. thank yes. you also for that. Thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, there's this is this is one of those productions that is truly about the collaboration that occurred. Mm-hmm. Like we're all like, yeah, Peter Jackson did it and I'm like, and I don't know. Like I love like listening to like the the artists they hired, Weta, Richard Taylor's wild, wild things that he says. Love mm-hmm. everything he says. I know I bring him up every time, but I just love him so much. He's our good friend. Uh, like, <laughs> yeah, he's so great. <laughs> he's like it, the collaboration is really important too. You don't mm-hmm. get to you don't get to make a movie and just like walk away and be like, "Yep, I did it myself." Like, no, get get your wife and your and your, your other writing partner and like get them to help you, right? Allow them to help you. Yeah, like thousands of people, not even extras, like were involved no. in this. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, come on, thousands of people were involved before a single person turned on a camera like before any like before an actor walked on a set there were so many people that were here yeah and they and all deserve so much credit for how well these movies turned out yeah but i i think that's gonna wrap up the the, the episode what a, today what a week yeah <laughs> it is is a hell of a week there's a lot and there's a lot that happens here <laughs> Thank you, thank you so much for for contributing to this week. <laughs> I apologize about the arc thing. Why? Thank you it's guys ridiculous. so much for having me. It yeah. is always always so exciting to be on here. Uh, so our listeners, if they want to listen to to our other stuff on the website, they can head to duelinggenre.com. Or if you just want to find more movies by minutes. Uh, podcast to listen to outside the Dueling Genre Network. You can head to moviesbyminutes.com where you can find over 150 of them. So there's probably at least one more that you're interested in listening to. Do you have anything you want to plug, Zoe? Are you just here for, uh, for a good time? <laughs> just here for the ride. <laughs> um, un- Unfortunately, not yet. I have... No, not yet. Okay. I have Legit. some <laughs> things in the pipeline. Nice. <laughs> All right. Well... Uh, I hope everyone has a great weekend and we'll be back on Monday to watch Legolas finish downing this Momo kill. Yes. Bye. Bye.